Time itself cannot be managed. What can be managed is how we use our time. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Everyone, this is Riv, and welcome to part four of a four-part series on lack and limiting beliefs. In this episode, I want to specifically talk about the false belief that we don't have enough time. I mean, it is hands down my favorite one to talk about. It is hands down the number one false belief we all share is when we hear ourselves say we don't have enough time. So let me just start by asking you a question. Do you ever feel rushed? I mean, like, do you ever like wonder how you're going to get everything done? Like, do those, do those thoughts ever cross your mind? I mean, deep down, like, you know, there's something important you want to do, but for some reason you keep hearing yourself or someone on your team say, I don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time. <laughs> okay. If so, first of all, you're not alone. Unfortunately, this is like way too common, right? Here's the truth. I'll get right to the truth right out of the gate. Time itself cannot be managed. What can be managed is how we use our time. So let me explain by using me as an example, because I think if you're listening to this, we're, we probably share a lot in common. So let me just share a little bit of a story about me for a second, because I think maybe something you can maybe relate to. See, years ago, I used to pack my calendar with meeting after meeting. And I used to just be like, the, the more packed it was, the more, the more busy I, I was, the more I felt like, okay, this is what I must be doing to become successful, right? And, and here's what I discovered. My to-do list kept getting longer and longer, and the hours available to get the stuff done always seemed to be getting shorter. <laughs> I mean, that's really what happened. And everywhere I looked, it just felt like everything was a priority. And I got to tell you, this is how I felt. Anxious, frustrated, stressed, and just feeling like I was forced to jump through everyone else's hoops and not my own. And there are, you know, if, if you can relate to that a little bit, there are a couple of reasons that we all fall victim to this. First, we have this addiction to busyness. I don't know what it is, but as humans, we have this major addiction to busyness. Many of us just thrive on being busy. So much so that it almost becomes like its own adrenaline buzz. The problem, though, is that this addiction to busyness rarely means that we're effective. Or sometimes it doesn't even mean that we're accomplishing anything of merit. Plus, it almost guarantees that it leads us to stress. Second is this belief we have around multitasking. See, many of us have another false belief that multitasking is the answer to getting more done. And this is not always true. I mean, I, I used to, 
I'm ashamed to say this, but I, you know, years ago I used to I used to write emails while I was talking on the phone, and you know, I believed, hey, I was doing two things at once, multitasking. Like, how cool am I? This must be the secret to getting stuff done. <laughs> God, I look back now and I realize just how naive I was. Here's what I learned: it takes twice as long to finish something when you multitask as opposed to completing the same tasks one at a time. Additionally, whenever I was multitasking, I found myself prone to a ton of errors just from my simple lack of concentration. So I don't know if any of that rings true, but you know, here's, here's another truth I want to give you. Is we are all given the same 168 hours a week to work with. See, time doesn't favor the rich or the poor, the young or the old. Everyone is on the same playing field, right? It's a level playing field. There's nothing you or I could do to create more hours in a day. Sorry to tell you that, but there's, there's no advantage either one of us has. And, and nobody can really save minutes from one day to spend on another. So while you can't manage time, what you can manage is what you work on. See, the successful, happy people I know, the successful, happy people I study, they all have a common trait. They're capable of achieving any objective. Why? That begs the question, like, why? Right? What are they doing? It's like, what they, it's the reason they're capable of, achi- of achieving anything is because they learn to change the way they perceive the work they have to do in order to accomplish their goals. Were they born with these skills? Hell no. They acquired them. And the same is true for you and I. It's simply a matter of mindfulness and focus. See, people often complain about a lack of time when the real uh, issue is their lack of focus, right? You can't just blindly rush into work on a Monday, right? Spin out, spin, spend your week spinning a thousand different plates and expect to have a significant impact. So I want to offer you a couple suggestions. I'm going to give you two. First, I want you to, to consider that you need to plan your focus for the for the week before the week begins. I always have a, a, a saying is a time to plan your week is actually before the week begins, right? Um, your attention is the most important asset you have, so you need to be deliberate with it. Focus, not time, is the difference between those who achieve sustainable success and those who don't. And I mean, we all heard, you know, many like examples about, you know, the airplane, put the oxygen mask on yourself, et cetera. But I want to offer you a slightly different version of that is before a plane takes off, you ever notice that a pilot has a ritual of checking the flight plan? Like when you're boarding a plane, what are are the pilots doing? They're checking the flight plan, they're setting the controls, and they're evaluating the instrument paddle. And once that all checks out, only then are they ready to fly. And a similar ritual applies to leadership. You need a weekly flight plan, right? You never want to board a plane. Can you imagine just boarding a plane where everybody just said, the pilot just said, hey, come on, everybody get on board. We're going to close the door. We're going to take off. We're going from uh, New York to California. And we'll figure it out when we get in the air. <laughs> I was like, let me off this plane now, right? See, so in business, we need a weekly flight plan, Right. And it's no different than any professional sports team, right? Before any professional sports team plays a game, guess what? They have a game plan. And becoming a masterful leader is a journey that requires a flight plan. And if you 
If you want to learn how to create a weekly flight plan, if, if you if you struggle with this, I encourage you to, to get the Power Week system, right? Uh, go to PowerWeekSystem.com. There's a short video I share that just gives you a quick high-level uh, overview of one of the tools that I use on a weekly basis to sort my overflowing to-do list. I call this tool the 4D filter. It really talks about what we can, what we need to dump, what we need to uh, uh, defer, what we need to delegate, and what's, what comes out of that filter is what's ours to do. The 4D filter is just one of many tools I use to create my weekly flight plan, right? But here's the reality. If you want a life that flows with ease and grace, you need a system. And I, I would welcome the opportunity to teach you the exact system I use, the repeatable system I teach my clients who leverage it within their organization. That system is what I call the Power Week Power Life System. The Power Week Power Life System, and this is not meant to be a sales pitch by no stretch of the imagination. It's, it's, it's meant to authentically share with you some of the things that work for me. This is no theoretical bullshit. I just had this conversation with a guy the other day who was, who was talking about, he was asking me about getting the Power Week Power Life System. And I said, here's the really cool part. This is not any bullshit kind of program. You're getting access to the same tools and methodologies that I use to manage all the stuff on my plate. So this is like, if you want inside my secrets and, 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 and my methodologies and my approach to creating a rhythm and routine to get things done more efficiently, why? Because so I want to free up time for myself. I mean, there's, there's my agenda, right? I mean, the reason I have a rhythm and routine to get things done and the reason I create a weekly flight plan is I want to free up time for me, right? And and I and I don't like that feeling of I have to move faster, work harder, do more. I'm just so sick of that. So so I created a program. Um, I deliver workshops on this uh, to, to many different clients of, of all different sizes. But I created an online program specifically to help folks like yourself who maybe don't have time to go to a workshop, who who maybe can't afford a workshop. Or maybe just want to be able to learn at your own pace and be able to revisit a specific module at any time to, to just relearn it. So anyway, if you if you want to learn more about it, enough enough on this, but if you want to learn more about it, I really encourage you to go to powerweeksystem.com and and I, I describe a lot of that in detail. All right, so I want to get to my second suggestion. The second suggestion I have for you here, when you start hearing yourself say you don't have enough time, is this. If you want to lead others and yourself in the best way possible, you need to make quiet time a priority. Not just on a weekly basis to put together your flight plan that I just described, but on a daily basis too. See, when you make time to clear your mind, you're able to refocus on what is truly important. Quiet time also has this like really crazy cool way of refueling uh, your spiritual connection. I don't know how, what better way to say that than that. Um, is it, it helps you create space to reconnect with your core values, the things that are most important to you, and strengthen that inner leader inside of you so you can perform at extraordinary levels during the day. And I will admit, I'll personally admit, confession time here, I will admit that when my mentor, my coach, encouraged me to make time every morning to sit quietly and reflect, <laughs> I basically laughed at her. You know, I, I, I essentially kicked and screamed. And, my, and much like you, my response was, I just don't have time. Like, that sounds great, but I don't have time. But I got to tell you, hands down, and many of you have heard me say this, right? And if those of you know me well, I will say this. I'll stand on chairs and tables and declare this. Hands down, the number one thing that has changed my life, both, both professionally and personally, 
is the time I dedicate on a daily basis for, for reflective thinking. And with practice and over time, by developing that habit, I discovered this, the exhilarating power that's created from quiet time. I mean, just think about this for a second. <laughs> no pun intended, but, but quiet time gives you time to think about, or gives me time, I'll just use me personally, it gives me time to think about what I'm doing, right? It gives me the opportunity to reflect upon how I'm doing it and evaluate what is important, review where my time and energy are being spent and with whom, right? This daily discipline, I'm telling you, man, has worked miracles for my career, has helped my marriage, has helped my my relationship with my kids, my friends, every aspect of my life. It is hands down the number one habit that I can refer back to that has allowed me to become the man I am today, hands down. And I can go on and on on this about forever, but I I just feel so passionately about that. Um, and and I got to tell you, when I consciously and I and I underscore, highlight, and bold the word consciously, when I consciously make uh, quiet time a priority, I got to tell you, some really cool shit happens. First of all, my priorities crystallize. Things that are bouncing around in my head also now take shape. Solutions to problems that are like gnawing at me begin to emerge. And as a result, my energy level skyrockets. And a really cool part about this exercise is, yes, does it benefit me? Absolutely. But guess what? It also benefits everyone I interact with and lead they benefit from the time I spend in quiet, reflective time, right? So I encourage you to do this. I encourage you to get up an hour earlier every single day, right? And spend at least 30 to 60 minutes of quiet time. And guess what? If you're pushing back saying, well, you know, Rev, I'm not a morning person, that's okay too, right? Understand the fundamental principle of what I'm trying to say. It's not the, the time of day that matters. It's the, it's the actual fundamental uh, tool that you need as a leader to have daily quiet time. So if you're not a morning person, do this. I make this suggestion to a lot of people I coach who aren't morning people. Close your day with reflective quiet time before you go to bed. If you're a nighttime person, you know what? Do this before you go to bed. Call this, you know, whether you do it in the morning or do it in the evening or do it at lunchtime, doesn't really matter. Call this your daily leadership ritual. I mean, seriously, think about that. Like label it that right? That your daily leadership ritual is simply to spend quiet time to prepare your mind, body, and spirit for the day ahead. And whether you do it in the morning, like I personally like to do it in the morning. I'm a morning person. That's who I am. That's cool. If you're a night person, do it for the, the night before you go to bed for the next day, right? See, you can use this time to incubate new ideas. You can use this time to remove self-imposed limitations, you can use this time to raise your awareness to the triggers that cause you to leak energy. All right. I mean, think about that one for a second. That's a big one for me. I mean, do you realize how much time, how much awareness I brought to the things that caused me to, to spiral out of control and, spy, and leak energy? I mean, just simple things, right? It also gives me the opportunity. And my favorite part of this is to tune into the synchronicity of the universe, to see where the universe is actually working with me, where things actually happen that are my benefit where I can express gratitude for those for those gifts, right? And I can also express take time to express gratitude for the opportunities and the people that are gracing my path. I mean, just 
right there, just hearing myself say that, I can't help but to relax. I mean, like literally, that's a that's a feeling that just came over my body as I'm sharing this with you, right? And it's it's amazing that when you make just the, even the slightest shift in how you see what is happening around you, right? That that in that by seeing that slightest shift by raising your awareness, you can change your inner dialogue. Dialogue easy for me to say this morning. You can change your inner dialogue completely which allows you to positively influence everything you touch that day as you go apart, as you go about that day. And I got to tell you, man, that is simply amazing. Just amazing. So when you make, the last point I'll make here is that when you, when you make time for quiet daily reflection, I want to remind you that you're actually making a commitment to yourself. You're by doing this, you're declaring that you, you want something better and you're committing to the one person in this entire world who has the ability to make all the decisions in your life. And that person is you. See, so many people I know lead very busy lives. Hell, I lead a very busy life, right? And as a result, we all have busy minds, right? The, 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 the faster our life is, the busier our life is, the more our minds race with things we need to do, things we should do, all that kind of talk track. And Many times when I bring this concept up to people, there's so many people out there who don't really know their true self. Some even avoid getting to know their, their self out of a fear they might not like what they see. And they and oftentimes they'll make jokes about it like it's funny. But I got to really tell you that you know, for some, taking the time to be alone and develop a quiet mind may sound like a terrible idea. idea, idea. And, if you, and if you're one of those people that listen to this and you're a little frightened by this, um, you know, recognize that you're human. Other folks might be like listening to this and saying, wow, that sounds like a wonderful idea. I would love to do that, right? The bottom line is we all need to do it, right? Whether we like to do it or not, this is this is a, a go-to tool that helps us become better. Many of us have so much going on inside and outside that it becomes uncomfortable to be alone. So what do we do? We grind through the day without lifting our eyes up. And it becomes easier to keep our mind busy to avoid thinking and sorting through all our emotions. But if you're like most people, I have to imagine you're listening to this because something inside you is tugging at you. Maybe you're searching for answers. Maybe you just want to reduce the stress in your life. Maybe you want to clarify your thoughts and feelings. Or maybe you simply just want to detach yourself from the past. It doesn't really matter. I want to tell you that inside each of us, is a very unique and beautiful place. The the special place inside each of us is where we really live. Inside us is where we find our inner truth, right? It's where we become an observer and we get our mind working for us, not against us. Life is racing fast. I mean, really fast. Each, Each increasing day, it just feels like it's racing faster. And if we're not careful, you and I are gonna wake up one day and are shot at life has passed us by. And I really don't want you to let that happen. I want you to get to know the one person who has the power to change your life. And that person is you. Are you too busy? Do you still believe after listening to this podcast that you don't have time? I think it's time to make time. All right. I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are or what you've done or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, 
is a new beginning. You have an opportunity starting today, starting this moment to make a renewed commitment to yourself. You owe that to yourself. I want you to catch yourself saying, I don't have enough time. When you hear that, that, that chirping right in your head, I want that to become like a yellow warning flag for you that you're falling victim to a false and limiting belief. Remember, time doesn't favor the rich or the poor, the young or the old. We're all given the same 168 hours a week to work from. There is nothing you and I can do to get more. The difference between those who are successful and those who are not is they learn to manage the 168 hours more efficiently. Stop beating yourself up about what you've done to date or what you failed to do. You have an opportunity starting today to change the rest of your life. If you want help, guess what? I'd love to help you. I'd love to help you create a rhythm routine to get things done more efficiently so you can free up time for yourself. If that's of interest to you, like I mentioned earlier, go check out the Power Week system. Go to powerweeksystem.com. Or you know what? You can also reach out to me and let's let's chat. Let's set up, set up a call. Until then, remember this. Time itself cannot be managed. What can be managed is how we use our time. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.